Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 3 o'clock here on the Afternoon Show, Sports Radio 94, WIP. Jack Fritz alongside Ike Reese on this Wednesday afternoon. Uh, if you want to get in, Phillies, we're still on the table. Uh, but... You know, I keep seeing the Super Bowl coverage, and I keep thinking, like, we were just there. You know, yep. like, I'm, I'm so Like, literally, we were there. So jealous. Now, <laughs> Phoenix, we were there closer because we also had the NLCS. So, yeah. We, That's true. We went back. This show dominated Phoenix in 2023. We did. Started the year there. Damn near yeah. end of the year in Phoenix. Ridiculous. I'm seeing the Vegas shots. I'm really not all that um, upset I'm not in Vegas. Yeah, I'm not. Not that it doesn't look beautiful, and it rained all day yesterday. It looks like the sun is out now, out there. But I no FOMO. Yeah, what the hell does that mean? Fear of missing Fear out. Fear of missing out. No FOMO. FOMO. It's like YOLO. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got you now. Well, when he said no FOMO, I'm pretty sure everybody out there. Yeah, they, yeah, exactly. I, I don't know what the hell is. Wilson Although anyone under the age of 30 is. Well, yeah. I mean, do you realize we have a, uh, an older listening? Well, audience. here's the, and, and this is my attack on the older <laughs> listening audience because all I hear about is 80s this, 80s that. Well, I don't know any. I don't know bleep about the 80s. So you get all of our, you get all, all of our you little get all terms. your slang, your little terms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know if I want to be out there in Vegas now. Obviously, if the Eagles were there, I would love to be out there, but. Kind of glad I'm not in Vegas. I know I don't have any temptations. I'm good here. I know this might surprise you. Yeah. I don't know if I'm a big Vegas guy. That's what I'm saying. And I would have been with you. Yeah. Right? So I would have been the old dude trying to hang out. Then I'm taking you along with me. You don't have any coolness to you. Oh, hold on. You see this this, this plaid I got on today? <laughs> exactly. You'd have been out there with your plaid shirt on. I've been looking for breweries. Yeah, nobody would have let us into a damn club. We're in Vegas. You need to be shiny suits, jewelry. Ooh, and, no, and, no, no, no. <laughs> Jack's ready for the strip in that thing. No, never, never. That's what but, I'm saying. They see you coming down the strip in this thing. They're wondering where's the damn, uh, where, where's the um, the stroller and the misses at? Yeah, exactly this, right. this is a damn dad outfit you got on. Ooh, dad's week. Dad's week out. In, in the Vegas. white New Balances. After <laughs> oh, wearing those yet? We're close, man. We're, we're, we're getting there. The good part for you, Ike, is that – well, I don't know if it's actually good for you – is that Hugh would have been there. Oh, no, that would not have been good because he he's definitely a one who would have thought he could hang out with the younger people. Yeah. He would have thought it's 30, 35-year-old yeah. Hugh. Not realizing that – 30-year-old Hugh. Hugh, your show doesn't start at 10 o'clock Vegas time. It starts at 7 o'clock Vegas time. Which means you got to be up by 5, <laughs> 6 – no, it's got to be at least five. At least five o'clock, yes. But the good part. Meanwhile, Jillio has a run-in before the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Me and Jillio would have been dominating the Vegas Strip, for sure. For sure. But We would have hit the tables. We, uh, we would have been gambling somewhere. It would not be responsible either. <laughs> <laughs> we might have blown a paycheck out there. That's probably the real reason why I'm glad I'm not out there. I know. We, well, yeah. we could have been sitting in that big pool where they have the, the, the games yeah, on the, the TV. Yeah, the, uh, the books with the Stadium sports book there. Yeah. Oh, sounds like you know yeah. Vegas. I was there once. Mm. Ah. Ah. Yeah. Now, does Buzz strike you as a Vegasman? No. I'll, I'll just say it right now. Not really. <laughs> Were you, I've, I was there. Ve- I've been to Vegas twice. Yeah? Uh, once with, with Renee. I was out there with my wife. Went out there for the NBA All-Star game 
uh, I think it was 06 or either 07. 07. They had the I N- think it was 07. They yeah. had the NBA All-Star game out there. Yeah. They Big the NBA All- All-Star game. They had the All-Star game in Vegas? Yeah. Kobe won the MVP for me. Um, that you, was a game. Did you bet on it? I did not. I was not gambling back then. <laughs> but that was that was actually, I think that was that was the, um, you guys are probably too young to still remember. But I know Pac-Man. Pac-Man Jones had got into some trouble out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, remember that? Like, he got into some trouble out there. I think somebody got shot at coming out of one of those clubs or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was out there with my wife that time. Then I went out there another time for, like, a seminar, uh, like an NFL player seminar. That was not good. Because a bunch of that, that was NFL 40, players? That yeah. was 48 hours of fury yeah. right there, yeah. When I, they, I was basically, by the time I got to that plane Sunday morning, I, I was I was out. It was it was over. Yeah, I, I got there Friday evening, and you went from Friday evening all the way to it was time for me to get on that plane Sunday morning. <laughs> I've been to Vegas. <laughs> I went to Vegas once, but I was ten, I think. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was, you haven't been to Vegas. Well, yeah. I, I remember walking around like, Mom, what's family that? trip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mom, what is that? You know. And then I, the one thing I remember the most about Vegas was. You know, we were all obviously it's like just me and my parents, mm-hmm. you know, real cool. Um, <laughs> and we had to get on like one of the big trains or uh, it, it would take you around the city, but it wasn't like a, a real train. Like a like like a, a tram car. Yeah, uh-huh. like a one of those trolleys or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and my dad accidentally missed it. And then we didn't see him like the rest of the day, which means he probably was hitting some tables. Oh, yeah. oh he ditched y'all. Because it, it was the end of it. It was the end of the trip. <laughs> You know, so it's like we were like a two week. He accidentally missed it. Yeah. No, I did. Like, where'd that go? You went to Vegas for two weeks with your parents? No, it was the end of a trip. So we did all these national parks, so like Grand Canyon. I did this. Okay, so that was the same oh. thing. I was there with my parents and my brother. Yeah, end is, of a Grand Canyon yeah, trip. But this, this is like last year. Correct. It was this past summer. <laughs> I won fifty dollars in blackjack, and that was the trip. Yeah, yeah. That's my big Vegas story. I lost my dad for a couple of hours. Oh, dad lost you all. Yeah, he sure did. <laughs> It was the end of like a week and a half, but the same people. We don't know. Yeah. Dad was like, "Yeah, I need, I need, I need some free time. Give me a break. <laughs> Give me a break." But the Super Bowl did get me thinking because the more and more I look mm-hmm. at it, and I wonder where you're at. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. How do we look back at the Super Bowl? Pretty much a year later. It's not the exact one year anniversary. That'll be Monday. But but a year later, after everything we just went through with this team and really the outlook of this team. How do we look back on last year's Super Bowl? Because where I've gotten is like, and it's a, it's a, a depressing place to be in. Mm-hmm. Is that I think that might have been their best shot. I really think that might have been their best shot. That team was so freaking loaded, yep. top to bottom. The, the coordinator, listen, I wasn't a Gannon guy, but clearly he did a good job. Steichen's obviously a stud. You know, they had top to bottom, best roster in football. Jalen's in the MVP discussion. Nick Sirianni's not, you know, being Nick Sirianni fully yet. And it's just, yeah, I feel like they completely blew it. They yeah. completely blew it. And I just, it's so hard to get back to that point. And I felt like for the longest time people got over the Super Bowl. Well, now we need to go back to not being over the Super Bowl because that it, it, it's crushing. No, it's a great point. I think, I think most people have moved past the Super Bowl lost, even though we – I know, I know I was still sitting here saying, dude, this is going to be a game that the, the further we get away from it, the more we're going to realize the golden opportunity that we blew to win that game. Now, they listen, they put forth a great effort. They had some tough plays in that game that could have easily gone a different way, and maybe the outcome of the game is different. But I don't know if we're ever going to have a team 
as good as the one we had last year. And I was on record of saying this last year that I thought on paper, now they needed to finish the deal because until you finish the deal, the 2017 team is the best team. They just are maybe not man-for-man, player-for-player. I I still like what we had in 04, but we didn't win. We didn't win at all. That team last year had more talent overall than both of those teams, in my opinion. I I truly believe that last year. I mean, they had 70 sacks. They had the number one rushing offense in football, a quarterback in the MVP, a top five receiver. 2,000-yard receivers, a 1,300-yard rusher. You're the best offensive line in football still. One of the best tight ends in football. Like they, it, was, it was ridiculous. Your linebackers were, better, were more than serviceable. You had all pro corners. You had solid safety play, right? You, you, had, you had arguably the best front four in football slash eight because they, they, they went too deep basically last year. And the road to get there was paved with gold from the standpoint of it was very beneficial for us. And they took advantage of it. They got there. It's one thing when you have a schedule like that and you don't take advantage of it and you look back on it and you wish you had them. They took advantage of it and they dominated the league. They looked like the best team in the league all year. And then they went in there and went toe-to-toe with Andy and Patrick Mahomes. They went toe-to-toe with those guys, blow for blow, had a 10-point lead, and if not for – the, the the handful of plays that we all wish we could have back, I don't need to rehash them. We, we know what they are. You know, that's a Super Bowl championship team. That's a Super Bowl championship team. And I don't know if we're ever going to have a team that stacked. You had all 22 starters healthy for that game. Mm-hmm. You, had, you had three head coaches. I mean, you had you – had Essentially. Steichen, Sirianni, and Gannon. Yeah. I don't know if you're going to have a team that stacked again to where you have that opportunity – and we didn't take advantage of it. Now, I believe we'll get back to the Super Bowl because I believe how we can get the players there, and I think Jalen is the quarterback to get us back there, and I think we can get that done over the next three years. But that's easier said than done. Of course. Well, here's, what, here's what I think we know. And you're not going to get a last-place schedule again because I don't expect you to be as bad again. Well, here's, what I think, what we know. You're not going to get a last-place schedule again, and like, he won't be able to build that. No. Like, like that was that nope. was ridiculous. Nope. I mean, you know, quarterback on a rookie salary that was really good. That's the biggest advantage in all yep. sports right now. Yep. So, like, sure, Howie is gonna have to build this thing again. My biggest fear is that the two times that, that Howie's built Super Bowl rosters, it's been around a quarterback on a rookie contract. Sure. Can he? Can he do that? Because the last one, it was it almost, it almost tore down to the sticks. It yeah. was They were a four-win football team. Mm-hmm. That was not this team. They were eleven and six. But can he? Build a Super Bowl team with a quarterback. I mean, we. I remember the quote. Was it after the season or uh, maybe even before the season? It was before the season when he said, "Are you going to make me romanticize about what it's like to build a team with a quarterback on a rookie contract?" <laughs> <laughs> and, and like that's kind of where his mentality is. Yeah, and he knows it's a lot easier to do because you can allocate money uh, in those areas without trying to fit it around the quarterback salary. So we're not going to have a rookie qu- qu- a quarterback on a rookie contract for a while. That, that's not going to happen. Right and if here. we don't, something went wrong. Yes, exactly. So I, I, I don't expect that to happen. Like Jalen's our guy. He's going to be here for the next, I don't know, I'm going to say at least five years. I, I don't need to go ten years. Everybody does the whole ten-year uh, thing. Is he your guy for ten yeah, years? Yeah, yeah. Just give me the next five years. I, I think he'll be the quarterback here over the next five years. I'm assuming that. So we got to try to figure out a way to build a Super Bowl roster around him. 
Yep, and I just wonder if it's hit people yet. Like, like I think when they lost the game, it was like, yeah, we'll be back We next thought year. we'd be back, yeah. And the, the roster on paper heading into the year was still one of the best in football. Even after the Buffalo game, it was like, ah, they're the best team in football. And then the, not, not, we don't need to rehash the whole thing. But I wonder if it's hit you yet that, man, that was such a blown opportunity. Because that's what that's how I feel watching all this stuff this week. Oh, it's yeah. like, damn, that was us last year, and that team was that team was just loaded. Yeah, so much so that I've I've purposely not been locked in on a lot of the coverage. On a lot of the Super Bowl coverage. Mm-hmm. I just I just you know, obviously you see some of it from time to time, but I haven't been locked in. The only time I see it is when we're in here. Yeah, I haven't been locked in on what's going on because part of me is like, man, we're supposed to be in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And we're not. We're sitting at 10 and 1, and I'm I'm like, dude, we're going to the Super Bowl. I remember saying it to the postgame crew, Fran and those guys. I'm like, dude, I can't believe we're going back to the Super Bowl. <laughs> After they beat Buffalo that night, I it, it was amazing. I was like, there's no way this team isn't going back to the Super Bowl. They're gonna find a way to win. They they could do all that stuff. Jalen won gonna, one game. It's just the I'm, rest of the way. One game. I remember after the Buffalo game, I, I said to my, I said I think on the post game, like I guess this is just who they are. I heard like, you. Like they'll they'll find a way to win games. Hard and, for you to uh, gush about anybody. I was really happy. You was happy that day. I, I heard said, you. I said Monday on this show. I was proud of the Eagles. And you know what happened? I ever said I was proud of the Eagles? The second Eagles? you said that, they went downhill. They said, hold on, <laughs> hold on. They take it back. I was, was really proud of the team. They freaking That's tanked. That's they had us, yeah. They, it, it's, they tanked, man. Yeah. They tanked. And not purposely. Not purposely. <laughs> yeah, it's, not purposely either. And it stinks. And yeah. the last thing, we'll go to the phones here. Like, is last year's team beloved? What what I find so – No. What I, and, I, <laughs> and, I guess no. I, and I guess I just don't understand – like. I just don't understand why. And, I, like, why it's not? Like, think about it. Just think about this. Yeah. Like, not, like, we know all the teams that got close and lost, and we mm-hmm. felt like they were beloved. Was last team viewed as such a juggernaut that it was such a disappointment that they didn't win, so it's hard to be beloved? No, I think there are certain players that are beloved, and they're the obvious players that are beloved from, from that team. But because it was a team that was put together in just one year, and then you lost some of those key players the following year, and then this happened. I think they just they just don't fall in the beloved category. 2017 for obvious reasons, but that was a team of mercenaries with a lot of those guys, but they won. And they wouldn't be beloved if they didn't win. Yes, and they, exactly. They wouldn't be beloved if they didn't win. Now, the team I played on is different than those two teams because we built up to that Super Bowl team. Like, there, there's oh, enough yeah. players that were here we know why that for four, five, yeah. six years. Yeah, so – yeah, to answer your question, I, I, you know, fans could tell you better than me. I just don't feel like that team overall gets the same sort of love that some of the other teams have. Again, had they won, then sure. But some of those guys are gone already. Yeah, and what what I think is interesting is because the, the 2022 Phillies were also, you know, and they weren't all homegrown. But I think people that team became beloved maybe because la- the postseason run was so easy for the Eagles. And right. there were so many games for the Phillies. You know, they both got to the same point, essentially. Dude, that might have been the greatest postseason run I've seen since AI went to the finals in 01. When you just think about the magical moments, the 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 really unexpected wins and where they came from in the regular season, like that Phillies team took us on a ride. And it was the first time we'd been in the playoffs in over a decade. Mm-hmm. Like that was a magical ride in 2022. Yeah, it's interesting. 215-592-9494 to get in on that. 
Is it starting to hit you yet that it feels like last year was this team's best chance to win a Super Bowl? Or are you still in that, that Super Bowl or bust mindset? 215-592-9494 is how you get in. Let's go to uh, Rob in Delaware. What's happening, Rob? Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, Rob? Hey. How's it going, man? Good. Holy cow, I got through. You did, buddy. Welcome aboard. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, I love listening to you. Oh, thanks, and buddy. I love watching, watching you as well. Thank However, you. not you, Jack. Not me. Yeah. I want to say, listen, when you're talking about the team, if we're talking about the Eagles, and we're talking about the Eagles right now, mm-hmm. I think, you know what? Jalen Hurts needs to take a lot more responsibility for our failure at the end of the year. And even during the year, we, we kind of got lucky on a lot of those games. And... What I saw him doing less was seeing where his receivers were going to be and putting that ball where it needed to be so that his receivers were there and running when they received it. He seemed to me to be waiting until they got to that spot and then trying to throw the ball. You want more anticipatory throws from Jalen? Yeah, exactly. Mm. And 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 then sometimes just waiting too long when he's doing that RPO, holding the ball too long, and you know what? That's that's got to improve big time. Yeah, I got we you. We have the receivers out there. What's your uh, what's your uh, what's your go to rom com? My go to rom com is uh, oh god, it's Goldie Hawn and. Oh my God! I forget the name of the movie now. Kurt oh, Russell, God. Tom Hanks, yeah, Burt Reynolds. Who? <laughs> Goldie Hawn and who? Actually, it was it. What I was thinking it was Goldie Hawn and, and the blonde-haired guy from wherever. But <laughs> I like it's a good description. I, wherever I, is that a movie? Goldie Hawn and the blonde-haired guy from wherever. <laughs> Goldie Hawn's eighties, right? Yeah, he's related to her. You think so? Yeah, it has to be. There's a lot of herbisms there. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it wasn't much, uh, you know, fullback and then. Well, but he did do a lot of throw the ball, meet the receiver. It's important. Yeah. Are you denying the importance of anticipatory throws? No. (laughs) Let's go to Ashley in Mount Airy. What's happening, Ashley? Hey, what's going on, fellas? What's What's up, up, Ashley? Um, You know what? First, I want to say, Jack, yes. I got to call you out on something. And I've been waiting for Ooh. a whole year awesome. because I knew this conversation <laughs> was going to come up. Um, last year, you and another host, who will remain nameless because he's no longer there, oh, you can see pretty, much, pretty, much <laughs> pretty much said, uh, it's not going to be a big deal if they lose the Super Bowl because they're so talented. <laughs> Be back plenty of time. That's a good let me, take. Let me give you. Let me let me give you a guess. Um, I don't know which one of you said it, but I know you agreed with it. Yeah, um, yep. yeah, yeah. I remember that. Ike. I remember it. Yep. It, it wasn't I. Nope, I it wasn't me. <laughs> well, um, Ashley, I got to be honest. Yeah, you know, we're all about accountability on this show, and I appreciate you holding me accountable. <laughs> Might have been wrong. <laughs> Might have been, been wrong. 
Yeah, when you get a chance, go ahead and look for that. Uh, look, look, look for that tape. Uh, sure won't take do. Your time. <laughs> sure, take, sure. take your time. <laughs> um, another another thing. Well, two more things. Well, one more thing, and I'll give you my rom com. The only one I can think of. Um, Embiid will probably win a championship. Hmm. It's just unfortunate it probably won't be here. Um, hmm. I hope I'm wrong. I've been wrong a lot in my lifetime. I just don't think he's going to win a championship here. It's just, it's it's the same thing every year, and we keep thinking and anticipating and hoping he'll be healthy enough, especially come playoff time. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. It looks like if they keep losing the way they do, we might not even get. Anyway, I'm not even going to get into that. My rom com, the only one I can come up with right now is Brown Sugar. I know there's others. But I'm not watching a rom com. Oh, come on, man! Rom coms are rom coms. I'm with you there, Ashley. Now, Brown Sugar. I don't know if that's a rom com. See, some some of some of our some of some of the movies that I guess it is a rom com. Now that's Tay Diggs, uh, Sanai Lathan. Um, I believe that's who stars in that movie, and it's about a uh, uh, Tay Diggs and Sanai Lathan were childhood friends. They both have a love for hip hop Mm -hmm. music. And I think Tay Diggs is a, he's either an, an, an agent or a producer or something like that where he signs talent or what have you. So he's in that business. And, uh, oh, Queen Latifah's in it? Queen Latifah's in it. Yep, yep, yep. Not a bad movie. Well, once again, IMDb says romance slash comedy. There All you right. go. There you go. So, two for two. So these are actually, yeah, movies that I didn't even realize they were rom-coms. But they count. They yeah, count. they definitely count. Uh, it was Tay Diggs is not who I was thinking of when I, uh, Tay Diggs was the guy that oh Morris Chestnut I always get him and, yeah, and was, Tay Diggs mixed up. Really? Yeah, yeah. Believe it or not, <laughs> believe it or not. But I know that I always had if we ever did a movie about WIP right. or Ike's life, I always had Morris Chestnut. Yeah, playing Morris you. Chestnut playing me. Yeah. What's your go-to Morris Chestnut movie? Because I got an what? Answer. Man, like Mike. Yes. No, get the hell out of here. I don't even count that as one of his movies. Dude, it's his yes, role, <laughs> and Calvin Coolidge. Yeah, <laughs> like Mike with Bow Calvin, Wow. Calvin Cambridge. Cambridge. Yeah, I knew yeah. it was Calvin something. Um, I gotta go. Boys in the Hood, man. Yeah, that's 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 my first uh, Morris Chestnut movie. Yeah. Boys in the Hood. Ricky. Like, you, have you ever seen Boys in the Hood? Yes. Okay, thank God. I know. I know. Thank God you've seen that. I know. I don't want to tell you my Morris Chestnut story. He's you know, an, you know, he's an Eagles fan. Yeah, quote unquote. He is an Eagles fan, dude. He's an Eagles fan, and I've met him twice. Not in the bathroom like Bradley Cooper? Not in the bathroom. Close, though. Close. Um, <laughs> the first time I met him, it was at an Eagles game on a Sunday night um, at a home game. He's getting on the elevator when I'm getting off the elevator. Morris Chestnut. Yeah. Seriously. I still got the photo. I, I can pull it up somewhere. Um, but, yeah, I had to snap a picture with him there just for my wife. She's a big Mo, Mo Chestnut fan. You know what I mean? Um, and then I met him uh, the parade day, Super right. Bowl parade. I met him after the parade, um, ran into him back at Novacare. Nice. Yep. So Have he, to get him on. Yeah. He is a – and I, I think that's when I asked him how did he become an Eagles fan. He didn't grow up in this area. He grew up in California. And I think I think he was a Randall fan. I think that's how he became an Eagles fan. He was just a Randall Cunningham fan. Makes sense. And that turned him into an Eagles fan. He's been a lifelong Eagles fan ever since. Listen, Morris Chestnut, uh, Gilly, yep. Ryan Phillippe, <laughs> yep. and Bradley Cooper. Uh, we uh, met Ryan Phillippe. We have met Ryan Phillippe. He, he came, came over to the station once. And he also was hanging out at the Super Bowl with me. You guys left that Friday. 
Oh yeah, that's right. I do remember that. He, what he did? He come by the. Um, he came by me, me the table. Yeah, at the um at the at Radio, at Row. Radio Row. Yeah, yeah. How about that? Well, it's good stuff. It's good, it's good stuff. stuff, man. <laughs> Got a lot of celebrities out there that are Eagles fans. Uh, I know that yeah. aren't necessarily from Philadelphia. And Miles Teller is a Phillies fan. Phillies first. fan. Yeah, yeah. Yep. We claim him. <laughs> We claim him. <laughs> he's okay, ours. Enough. He's, he's ours. Hands guys. off. Hands off. Apparently, his wife's been in the booth with uh, Taylor Swift. Oh, really? Yeah. Miles Teller's wife? Yes. All right. Him was, fun, st- fun story. If the Phillies won game six or seven, Miles Teller was going to come on the postgame show with James and I. But you know what the Phillies did? Is they lost. So, yeah, I didn't get a chance to talk to Miles That's Teller. That's why you didn't meet Miles Teller? Because yeah, the Phillies <laughs> blew it? Yes. Buzz. Got a picture with him, too. 215-592-949 is how you get in. If you're if you're wondering why we're talking rom-coms, uh, we have a chance for you to win a hand and stone massage and facial gift card, and all winners this week are qualified for a Rhythm of Love heart pennant courtesy of Mark's Jewelers. All you got to do is take part in our morning show side topic of the day, which is, uh, which is what's the best rom-com plus? On the other side, uh, Dave Dombrowski talked about the futures of two two Philly stars and their futures. What did he have to say about them? Plus, all your phone calls on has it hit you yet about last year's Super Bowl and how disappointing it was. Get in now, 215-592-9494. It's the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, welcome back. It is the afternoon show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Spike will be joining us tomorrow for the full show, Ike. Spike! I should be able to handle that. I mean, four hours of spike. It's trade deadline day. Got some thoughts on that coming up at uh, at four o'clock. The Twitter question today brought to you by Marks Jewelers. Looking for the uh, Valentine's Day shop, Marks Jewelers. Every purchase over two hundred forty nine dollars gets a free box of chocolates and a dozen roses. Online, Marks Jewelers dot com. Has this offseason been a disappointment for the Phillies? Sixty five percent say yes. Mm. Dave Dabrowski uh, was a guest on the morning show this morning. Good, fun interview, like 20 minutes. Again, love listening to Dave Dabrowski talk. Um, and he gave some some updates on Zach Wheeler and where they're at on extension talks with him. Here is Dave Dabrowski. Well, we would love to sign Zach today if we could. Um, I think it's important that we re-sign him. He's one of the best pitchers in baseball. Uh, really never get into negotiations publicly, but you can say it's something that's important for us, and we would love to get that done. So um, I, I know uh, Wheels loves it in um, Philadelphia, loves being part of the organization, and I would say that it's a priority for us. Here's what makes me nervous about that, Ike. Mm-hmm. I remember them saying pretty much the same things last offseason about Aaron Nola. And 
they let Aaron Nola head into the season and headed into free agency. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I know it can be a priority. He can love being a Philly. I believe those two things are true about Aaron Nola as well. I just uh, Nola is still here. Nola is still here, but I also don't on a new deal. It, on a new deal. It's just, I don't need to go through that with Zach Wheeler, too. Like, I love Aaron Nola. I really love Zach Wheeler. Right. And and I hope that they can get a deal done. Now, I do think it's interesting. Um, there's something with the, the CBA to where if you sign him in spring training, so whether it's next Wednesday, whatever, it does not affect your 2024 luxury tax situation. Mm-hmm. So my hope, my hope is that they're just waiting for spring training. They have a deal, the principles around the deal, and they'll announce in spring training so it doesn't affect the luxury tax this year. Yeah, um, and, that, and that could very be the reason, could very well be the reason why it's not done already. But I tell you, listening to Dave Dombrowski, and he kind of alluded to this. I mean, he's basically showing his hand in public. So he's not, he doesn't have a poker face on right now no. as to whether or not he wants Zach Willard back. So, I mean, he's basically landed on the table that, yes, they want him back. So I would imagine that they are probably at least in beginning stages of it or maybe have something in place already Mm -hmm. that will get announced at some point. Maybe they wait till we get to spring training uh, to get it done when he's there or what have you. But, yeah, from just listening to Dave Dombrowski, it doesn't sound like Zach Willer is in danger of going anywhere especially if he loves being here because yeah. cause then that goes to the whole idea of you'll work with the ball club to, to, to make sure you're getting a fair deal, you're getting fair market value, but you're not trying to get every penny that's available out there. And the luxury tax thing, I know people hate hearing about it, mm-hmm. but it is important because I believe right now they're $24 million under the next threshold. They're already in the luxury tax. They mm-hmm. only paid $6 million in it last year, so it's yeah. not like it's, it's, not, it's, it's not ridiculous, yeah. But the big thing with the Make next- that up in dollar dog night. <laughs> it's one, yeah. like one dollar dog <laughs> night. But the, actually the more important part of it is if they hit the next threshold, which they're $24 million under, mm-hmm. they their draft pick moves back 10 spots. Okay. So we can't be doing that. I, no. I, know, I know you love the MLB draft. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing better. <laughs> Nothing better. No, we'll be doing MLB draft shows coming up here in a little bit. Listen, I got a 20-second pick. Yeah. Um, but either way, uh, so that's on Wheeler. The interesting part is the years with him. He's 34, you know, and it probably takes four to get it done just because you want to make sure they avoid five years at all costs is, yeah. is is my mentality. Yeah, give him four 100. Well, I think he's going to want 30 a year. Okay, we'll give him four 120. Okay, okay. You're a good negotiator. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, that's how important he is. He's, okay, go ahead and give it to him then. Yeah, make sure he, make sure he's happy. Make sure he feels appreciated. He's the ace of the staff. Maybe this year, finally, Nola's streak of opening day starts will be broken with the real ace of the staff starting opening day. No offense, Aaron Nola. I'm just saying it's kind of weird that the best pitcher doesn't start opening day. You keep starting opening day because it's a streak there, which, quite frankly, is admirable on Zach Wheeler's part. It's it's a it's a it's an important streak to Aaron Nola because it also shows how long he's been here, mm-hmm. and so to be that guy, right? Am I right? With this? You are right. I just I think I think last year he might have had a little bit of an injury, so they just they push him back to the the end of the rotation. Like, right, I, he wasn't like a hundred percent ready to go. Right, day. right. I'm talking about Zach. Yeah, Zach, yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, I, I got you. Man, hold on, man. Let me let me get Zach props for being, for being for being humble. 
Sorry. As long as he gets the ball, game one, NLDS, he's fine. Exactly. Doesn't well, need well, to be opening day. <laughs> yes. He doesn't exactly. even get that. That's Ranger. Ranger started the NLDS the last two years. Well, because of the wild card, yes. Yeah. Oh. Sorry, not NLDS. First he postseason game. Postseason first game, postseason yeah. game. I forgot. Wild card. Uh, yeah. Jack's all in on that. You said NLDS. He's like, he's like no, 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 Ranger. No, no. That's my no. That's a handout. My bad. Back years where they only went four innings and then Topper put on a master class. You're right. That's my bad. Master class top in game one, man. Oh, man. No, it's unselfish, Zach Wheeler. It is unselfish, man. It's unselfish of him because, you know, listen, some of these guys are egomaniacs. Oh, yeah. Give me the ball. <laughs> exactly. Give me the ball. So I think it's pretty cool that he allows Nola to continue that streak. Now, especially oh, since Nola's a draft pick here. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Long tenured Philly. All, yep. that, all that good stuff. Now, this story kind of went away. Uh, remember home, the Bryce Harper extension conversation? Yeah, which There's only two people in the world that I think defended it. And is this show? Just, yeah, I was Some say, say just he, he deserves it. Yeah. Some say he deserves that contract extension. Uh, well, well, Dave Dabrowski addressed that this morning, and he, uh, I, I thought he said a lot without saying a lot. Here's Dave Dabrowski. You can always desire or want. Anybody can anything that they would like. Um, we end up making business decisions that sometimes are difficult. Uh, we're thrilled that he's on board. We, he's, we know he's at Philly for eight more years, and um, there's a lot of times to digest things, but it's a situation where um, we're thrilled that he's on board. And um, again, you can desire and want anything you, you would like, but I think it's also the apparent. Knowing Bryce, when he gets to spring training under any circumstances, he's ready to go. I don't think he's getting that contract extension. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. Not anytime soon, anyway. <laughs> Maybe in two years, three years or something. Yeah, not anytime soon. <laughs> I mean, he said twice there in the 25-second cut. You can desire. Yeah, you can desire whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, not- you can ask for a 20-year contract. Yeah. Yeah. Go for you, it. You signed up for it, pal. Listen, we got one of the best players in baseball for $25 million a year. We don't need to, we don't need to increase that. Yeah, and, and while I'm all on board, if they were to give Bryce an extension, um, this is actually um, great precedence being set if they certainly balk at this, especially anytime soon. Um because Bryce can't go anywhere. There's a no-trade clause. He's under contract for another eight years. And quite frankly, someone who has built his reputation in this town on being the face of the Phillies, on wanting to be here and desire to be here, and really being a selfless player, the last thing he wants to do is to to sully that reputation well, by being unhappy that he doesn't have a contract extension. And he took no opt-outs and less money with the idea that he could build a better team around him. Yes. The Phillies have held up. They're under yep. the bargain on that. Yep. So. They, they haven't scampering on, on, on their end. They, they are certainly spending the money. So, you know, these salaries go up and the star players are like, hold on. I signed too early. <laughs> yeah, he did. And that's the funniest thing is that he he took his GED. He did all that stuff early just so to he get could. That. To be a free agent by 26, and now he saw that he saw that showing contract. <laughs> he said, hold like, on. hold on, man. <laughs> I was a fr- I should have stayed in school a little yeah. bit longer. <laughs> yeah, I could, I could have been a free agent in 2024. Yeah, I know, I should have gone to college, man. So yeah, I listen. They'll probably wind up doing it down the road at some time, but yeah, I, I love that answer from Dave Dombrowski. I love that answer. And it's not any slight towards Bryce, but they do have to draw a line. Hmm? They got to draw a line somewhere. Listen, and here's the here's the truth: is that Bryce is never going to play in another uniform ever again. Exactly. Like at the end of his contract, if he if he's still healthy and playing well, the Phillies will will take care. They're going to take care of him. Yeah. Yep. Lifetime achievement award. Two one five five nine two. He's got two presidential terms left. 
I know. Exactly. No, you're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah, I, th- I he's, think he's, he's got a while to go. I think he's fine. He, I know. He'll, he'll, be, he'll be all right. Yeah. 25, 25 million to steal for Bryce Harper. Daquan's in West Philly. What's happening, Day? Hey, what's going on, guys? How y'all doing today? How's, what's up, Daquan? How's the situation at home? Everything going all right? Uh, Kind of, sort of. I mean, we're talking. There you go. That's, That's a start. That's a start. In the right direction. Yeah. That's a start. I was telling how I was on a show the other day and everything. So, um, but I got a real good rom com for you guys. Good. What you got? Um, I think forty year old virgin is a really good rom com. Ah, oh, oh, a yeah. good one. Forty year old virgin, yes sir. Yeah, I'm going to tell you something. Like I said, but I've been watching it since I was probably before I should have been watching it. <laughs> and I still give the same reaction. It still lasts and everything to this day. So, yeah, yeah, it's an all timer. Yeah, it kind of put uh, Steve Carell on the map there. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. What do you got on the Phils? Sure. Um, on the Phils, honestly, I'm gonna be totally honest. I do think that we could have made better moves during the off season, uh, especially with our pitching. Um, I feel like that's kind of like our weak point as of right now. Um, I feel like we could have made some moves. But I mean, would we we really don't have too much money, too much wiggle room really to move around with right now, especially with all the money that we're giving out. And I think we're expecting too much out of Trey Turner as well. Huh? Mm, what do you mean by that? <laughs> yeah, what? Trey Turner. Look at where he came from. He came from the Dodgers. He was the number three. He was the number two. He was even close to the number one. He was the number three. And I feel like we brought him over here, and maybe not expecting him to be the number one, but damn sure to be the number two. And I just don't think it's flew that way. Even like how his season has went a lot of like roller coaster. Yeah, real roller co- roller coaster season. It really wasn't his best season if you ask me. But I just feel like we expected a lot out of him. We gave him a lot, and that's, yeah, I think we kind of played ourselves with Trey Turner. Well, I, I I appreciate the call, Daquan. I, I just couldn't disagree more. I mean, <laughs> the guy is when right. he should be a top twenty player in baseball. Yes. And you paid him to be a top twenty player in baseball. Like last year was was cute. Whoever organized the standing ovation, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. The, the adorable idea. Mm-hmm. That's done. Like like. <laughs> oh, we're not doing that. It's this not year. gonna happen. Well, <laughs> let's don't. Uh, well, if we need to. We will go. At least with him, we can go back to I it. I know, but could you imagine having to do it again? No, I couldn't. Yeah, and I'm sure he doesn't want to go through that again. Yeah, he's like, oh, well, you need a billboard, charity case. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Listen, we can't set we can't set precedents around here. But listen, Trey, Trey has to be the second best player on the team. We, we know Bryce is the best. We we understand that. Trey has to also be a superstar here because that's how this team's built. It's built. Yep. They will go as far as their stars will take them. If you need to rely on Johan Rojas and and Boom and like Boom and Stott are good players, but mm-hmm. like Stott, Trey Turner is paid to be a difference maker. And he, he has to be that this year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, his numbers wind up being decent last year. His average wasn't where it, it typically is. But, you know, if he doesn't have a two- or three-month slump here mm-hmm. where he could basically do nothing well, right. Again, his average got down to 232. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Was that the lowest it got? August 4th, it was 232. Mm. And that point, it got up to like two eighty. Like he raised. Oh, I remember that. And yeah. Especially at that point of the year, that's yeah. borderline impossible. Like, and especially given the contract they signed him to, you know, he, he, the back end of the deal is going to be bad. Like, you need one of those vintage Trey Turner three fifteen twenty five home run kind of seasons in the beginning of the contract to where the the back end doesn't kill you as much. Agreed. So there's there's pressure on Trey Turner this year. There's no World Baseball Classic to distract you. It's time. Collins in Washington Township. What's happening, Colin? Yeah. What up? What's up, Steve? What's up, Colin? Hey, so I'm glad I'm going right after that guy uh, doesn't think that – he thinks we overpaid Turner. I mean, 
that two months that we saw from trainer from Trey Turner, that wasn't special. That wasn't crazy. That's expected. Like right. we gave him the contract because he's done that many times before. He's had stretches like that many times before. And I don't see any reason why he's not going to keep doing that. I mean, I, I feel like he's not, you know, he's not going to hit 350 with 40 home runs, but he's going to be a guy that should be getting some MVP votes. Uh, so I think that and, you know, just thinking back to last year, who we have at first base to begin the year, like Cody Clemens. Like, well, it was, there, it was Derek Hall. He got hurt in the first series of the year. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, now we're going to have Bryce Harper. Second uh, to start. Yeah, yeah, so now we're going to have Bryce Harper there to start the year. We're not going to have Kyle Schwerber in left field. Like, yeah, there weren't a lot of moves made this offseason, but there weren't a lot of moves to be made. We're a 90-win team that underachieved. I mean, just with those few right. changes right there, we're a 95-win team. And I, I know it got ugly at the end of the year. It has the last two years. But yeah, it's going to look bad when you don't win the championship in any sport. You're not going to walk off the field at the end of the year very often feeling good about it. I mean, if, if you're the Diamondbacks or even us the year before, I mean, it's like, okay, we kind of came out of nowhere that we're going to be back here next year. It, it, and I, I just don't want us to overreact like, oh, uh, we got to completely change our team because it went bad for but three there, or four games. But there games. was chances of upgrades. Like they could have upgraded the Taiwan spot. If they wanted to, they could have said, okay, well, we have a problem right now with our right-handed batch chasing. Do we have to get rid of Castellanos? Like, there was there was moves to where they could have built almost a, a super team from the rotation. So I think that's where it's like I'm excited. I can't wait. But there's a part of me that's definitely disappointed heading into it. Yeah, but you also can't have it all, and you also think that some some young guys are going to help us out at some point. Uh, I mean, you can't just you can't just keep on spending and keep on spending and expect that to work. I mean, you do have to develop some players. You do have to improve even the guys that you sign. So yeah, there was a move here or there we could have made, but. I'm still looking at this team like we're going to win 95 games and go on another playoff run. So I can't complain too much about not being a super team. There's not many of them out there, and the Dodgers are always called a super team. And how's that go for them? They choke. <laughs> what's, uh, what's your rom-com? Oh, let's keep it in sports. How about loving basketball? Loving Ooh, basketball. good job, Colin. It's a good one. It's another good one. It's a good one. Have you seen that one? Uh, No. Omar Epps, Sanai Lathan. I know I said it's a good one, but that's because I heard it's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Loving basketball. It's a good one. Yeah. Um, saw it at the movies. Saw it several times. Quincy. I think I remember you saying you've seen Love and Basketball. Like, yeah, I've seen I've seen a yeah, ton of times. Yeah, I've seen, seen Love and Basketball a few times. Uh, Regina, um, Regina King in it. Um, good movie. Good movie. Good movie, Love and Basketball. That's Omar good. Epps. Uh, you know Omar Epps? I know Omar Epps. You do know who Omar Epps is? Yes. What's, what's your favorite Omar Epps movie? Uh, Love and Basketball. <laughs> was he in Friday? <laughs> Did you just assume he was in Friday? Yeah. I think I heard you he was in all Friday. You think all the brothers was in Friday? Oh, that's yeah. Omar Epps' House. House? Yeah, he was, in, he was in the early seasons of House. The TV show House? That's not a movie. Yeah. Not a damn movie. Yeah, I know. What do you want me to say? How yeah. about How about Juice? Nah, I never seen Juice. No, you never seen Juice. That's dude. not who I thought Omar Epps was. Tupac, Juice. You never seen Juice? That was Tupac's first movie. Yeah, no, no, I don't remember. Go check out Juice. No. Juice, Juice is an hour and twenty minutes, not even long. It's a good I, movie. I loved Omar Epps in House. I will say that. <laughs> I'm serious. In too deep. In too deep. No, no, that's not who I thought Omar Epps. Higher was, learning. No, no. Never no. seen Higher Learning. Ice I've, Cube. I've heard of Higher Higher Learning. Yeah, Ice Cube. Ooh, almost Christmas. Michael. 
almost Christmas. <laughs> you just look at his IMDb. <laughs> yeah. All the movies I've never seen. I, I didn't see any, any of those. House, Almost Christmas, any of that. Oh, is it Scream 2? <laughs> Was he in Scream 2? <laughs> Apparently. I think I only seen, I, yeah, I seen Scream 1. Yeah. That's the only one I've seen. Dracula? He's in Dracula? No. No. Hell no. <laughs> yeah, these are movies I have not seen in his. Uh, Dave Dabrowski did also say he's basically he's very honest this morning when he was like, "Yeah, we we don't need Kyle Turn- or Kyle Schwarber and left." He's talking about his yeah, he's, yeah. He's talking he's about like, his yeah, he's like yeah, no, no, we don't need him out there in left field. No. By the way, my boy uh, Raheem Pooh, my boy Pooh, he texted in uh, something about Mary. Oh, I do love something. That's about a classic. Mary. That's yeah. a classic. I mean the I mean the the scene with the in her hair, it's it's or his hair, I guess. No, her hair. Her hair. Her yeah, hair. Yeah. Yeah. One of, the, one of the, yes, one of the best someone's hair. Yes, no, we 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 got it. Yeah. That, you think that was the best scene? Yeah, that's that's the most notable scene. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Something about Mary. That was. The I love something about Mary. Woogie. Yeah, that was nineties. How about the zipper? Yes. The zipper. Oh, dude, Franks and Beans. Franks and Beans. That is the best scene. That's in, the, in best the bathroom. Scene. Oh, dude, the- dude, and when she, Marky Post, when she squirted him with the spray. <laughs> That's good. That's classic, man. No, it's a great flick. So are we putting that in the mix, or is that off the board now? I think it's off the board. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yes. You're, ta- oh, you're taking Mount Rushmore's. <laughs> so Every time the camera gives it, oh, come on, Joe. How could you do that to the audience? I know. That's what I didn't want to do. 215-592. I know, like, three people on hold wanted to say it. I know. Oh, my yeah. bad. My bad. And Damn. they get on. They say, oh, that was my guess. Yeah. There's plenty of rom-coms. <laughs> get in the mix. Get in the mix. E, you're in the mix. Yeah, you're in the mix for the the, the Bruno Brothers gift card. Just kidding. Two one five five nine two. Is that what Howard says? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah every yeah. time someone gives a terrible answer, he's like, "I'll still put you in the mix." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now his side topics are, are there's only a three. The, right? It's there's, who's a dope, who's a fraud. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what who's athlete is fragile? Who's yeah. overrated? Yeah, who's overrated? Who doesn't live up to the hype? Who's yeah. a moron? Yeah. Yeah, it's we, all negative, and, the, and it's the same answers every week too. It's like LeBron's, ah, it's LeFraud. Ben <laughs> Simmons wins every week. <laughs> the fraud's a great one on who's ever. We'll, we'll get you in the mix. Yeah, with it's the gift a great card. one. Bill Belichick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four is how you James get James Franklin is a fraud. <laughs> if you're if you're look if you're wondering why we're talking about rom coms, it's morning show side topic week here on the afternoon show. Uh, you have a chance a to win a, good ones. a hand and sew massage and facial gift card, and we can be qualified to win the Rhythm of Love heart pennant courtesy of Mark's Jewelers. All we're asking is, is what's the best rom-com? rom-com? What's your go-to rom-com? A lot of Phillies on the table today. How do you feel heading into the season? Eagles was last year their best chance to win a Super Bowl. And plus, on the other side, the latest on the Sixers. Are they planning to be aggressive? I'm ready to lay out my movement for what I hope happens tomorrow. All of that's coming up next on the Afternoon Show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices, anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.